Good talk. Hello. The home of where the talking is good. It's it is your boy. Good. There's a helicopter. He's just flying right by. Wow. What's up, buddy? Come hey. join us for the good talk. <laughs> what if he landed right there in Dude, the yard? I'd be tripping hard. Yeah. I'd be like, I've always kind of had it as a personal goal to fly a helicopter. I haven't found one unattended yet that I can take. I feel it. like a helicopter would be a lot scarier to operate. Really? Than I, a plane? I think so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, a plane's much bigger in most yeah. senses, but I think the the multiple <laughs> propeller situation. You're, you're doing feet. Yeah, you're doing like hands. It really. That's why I can't play drums. <laughs> it's the same situation. I can't play drums. The same reason Nothing I shouldn't moves. fly a helicopter. Well, I've actually a little secret about Robbie boy. Uh, the other guy. Over the here, other guy. Didn't finish, I didn't you know. finish. The helicopter <laughs> caught me off guard. Squirrel. Welcome to the good talk. It's good. Uh, boy, Cody, the other guy. Robert. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> I've actually flown a plane. Really? Yeah, it was a little Cessna plane, 252. And, uh, it was a guy just like up there with you. He's like, here's the Well, here my you go. former boss in Colorado, he owned a couple planes. He owned a 176, and a, I think it was a 250. He won, So the number identifies the size of the plane. Mm -hmm. And so he owned like a 176 and then like a 200. The, the 200 one was a little bit bigger. And so he would just take us up, you know. He'd be like, you want to go fly? And we'd be like, sure. Yes. So we'd, we'd go down there, and he would take us up, and then he'd let us take the controls. Dude, it is wild because, you know, they fly purely by navigation, mm -hmm. not by visibility and stuff you see. There's a biblical story in here somewhere. I, I feel it coming. <laughs> I feel it coming. Yeah. And uh, we hit this air pocket, and I was flying. We hit this air pocket and just kind of did a little whoop, you know, uh -huh. like that. Didn't feel like a whole lot. I couldn't tell anything had changed, but we had dropped 500 feet in that moment. 500 feet? 500 feet. We'd hit an air pocket, and the only way he could tell we dropped was by the instrumentation on the dashboard. That's the only way he knew that we'd dropped that amount of altitude in that quick of a moment. Whoa. Yeah, dude. That's pretty wild. It was wild. I was like, what just happened? Like, and we're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It like, it crazy. wasn't like a nose. It was just literally like one minute you're... And you just got moved down. Yeah. So you remember the old like Dodge van that we used to drive yes. when we hit speed bumps and kids would fly up and hit their <sighs> cylinder? It was exactly that type of scenario. We just both flew out of our seat, like hit our heads and then bopped back down. And he looked, I thought nothing had changed by looking out around me. I mean, 500 feet, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, when you're up there, probably yeah. is nothing. Yeah, but when you're flying, you yeah. know, 15, 20,000 feet Jeez. above air, 500 is like what? You know yeah. what I mean? And so what's crazy is like looking out, at the mountains and the front range, like visibly to me, it looked like we were at the same exact altitude. Hmm. It looked like nothing had changed at all. And he's like, well, that's why you got to fly by instrumentation. And I was like, well, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stuff changes and you don't even know it. It's kind of like walking with God. <laughs> Gotta, gotta trust the instrumentation. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, it does. Uh, I mean, you know, this isn't our topic today. I don't even know what our topic is. It but it's like this. when you're walking with God. I mean, that's faith, is it mm -hmm. not? And it looks like nothing has changed, but your instrumentation, which is the Word of God, tells you something has changed, mm. and you just have to believe in yeah. what it's telling you, even if you don't physically see anything, even if you don't physically feel anything. You just gotta walk by faith and believe that what God said He will also do. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it's pretty awesome. He, on that same day, he actually let me land the plane on the runway. Dude, no. Yeah, <laughs> I probably, yeah. Well, <laughs> You're still here, so super, I guess you landed yeah, it. didn't crash or anything. Super unqualified, but it's actually really easy. Huh. Super easy. Yeah, anyway. Interesting. I was thinking about how, you know, when you said that, like, when you dropped the 500 feet, like, you would have never known unless you look at the instrumentation. So it's just like, so you had to be convinced by the instrumentation to make your surroundings make sense. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, and it's just interesting that 
like, how long did you guys have that debate? And you're like, hey, I, we dropped 500 feet. And you're like, no, we didn't. He's like, well, yes, we did. Like <laughs> Me not knowing anything about flight, as soon as he told me, I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't know how to read the instrumentation. I mean, I was just up there playing with the... <laughs> but see, that says something, too, because Jesus says that we should have like a childlike faith of like, mm. just believe yeah. in me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that's something that uh, I had to make an adjustment in myself. Uh, you know, kind of with that same account of like having a childlike faith of just like understanding that like, you know, God is who he says he is. He's, yep. he's like a father, but yep. not only is he just like a father, like our natural earthly mm. fathers. And I like to believe that I'm a good dad. I know I could be a better dad, but uh, you know, I like to think like that. Okay. Like I'm good enough to my children yeah. that like, I will make sure that they have what they need. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm going to make sure that like, they're going to have the right clothes they need on today. I'm going to make sure they get fed today. I'm going to make sure that they go to the bathroom today and all these things. I'm going to make sure that they have all these things and they just know. Yeah. They just know that dad's going to be yeah. there. Dad's going to, dad's making lunch. Yeah. Dad's, dad's making dinner. Oh, it's bath time. Dad's going to wash me, you know, whatever. Like, and they just trust and believe. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've been there every single day already. Yeah. If we could get to that point with God. And, and all of us. I feel like right. he, even all me, like there's days where I'm just like, why why am I being stupid? Why am I stressing about yeah. my house payment? Why am I stressing about my car payment? Is We were talking to a teenager last night, and it's funny because they have a job now, so they're making money, and they're like, it's so stressful having money. Because you all of a sudden, you realize how much stuff costs. Mm-hmm. You realize how much a tank of gas costs. You realize how much clothes. Before, yeah. you know, if you're blessed enough to have parents who are sufficient you know you know they have jobs that pay them well and and, and you're sufficiently provided for you don't have a clue what anything costs my boys i promise you i mean they aren't spoiled by any means we live within our means but they don't have a clue what a loaf of bread costs it's just there Mm. (laughs) mom and dad just provide it you know and i feel like as we grow that's why that scripture you're talking about having childlike faith they just trust Mm -hmm. like my kids just know they're gonna eat today yeah and we should, like, it seems like when we get older, it becomes harder to trust God because yeah. we, we, we get this revelation and we, we, natural things start appearing to us like, oh my gosh, a tank of gas costs $100. Where's that money going to come from? Well, we should be like children. My kids don't worry about it. Yeah. They just know the car's going to have gas. That's true. Dude, there's something here. Listen, mm-hmm. if we can just trust God the way our children trust us, everything's going to be Gucci. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. In the natural, it's hard. But I think the reason we make it harder than it needs to be is because we lean more on the natural than we do the supernatural. Mm. Like, we've got to invest this time into being with God. Mm-hmm. And as we invest this time into being with God, that's going to encourage us in our faith. It's going to build us up in our faith. And then it's going to be easier to mm. walk and live this life by faith because we've been spending time pumping that part. Because, you know, we know this. We're being fed all day long. I mean, you drive by the gas station, especially now. What are you doing? I'm checking the prices. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you go on TV and, I mean, you go to the grocery store. Dude, Rachel, we went to the store the other day at Kroger. Singular. <laughs> no. It's on the building. There's the plural no form of Kroger does not exist. <laughs> There's no Kroger's. No, anyways. So we go to Kroger and, like, honestly, we bought, like, three items and spent 60 bucks. Dude, it's so bad. We were we were watching. Uh, <laughs> like, where's this money going? It's that meme or that uh, emoji, the money with the wings on it. <laughs> it just flies it's away. Just like leaving. We were watching Home Alone because surprisingly, like <laughs> Roman, like he spent the night at her his his grandparents' house the night, and we okay. picked him up, and he was watching Home Alone. And I was like, "What's he doing watching Home Alone? Like this is great!" And like he's yeah. laughing and clearly enjoying <laughs> it, and like so we people went, are getting hurt. Oh, yeah, he thought it was funny, and so we watched it again uh, a couple of days ago, mm. and. Uh, 
we were just at the part where that. where Kevin was at the grocery store and he was <laughs> buying the groceries for himself because he's right, a child right, right, right. and like the the cashier lady's like looking at him like what are you doing here you little <laughs> kid like you shouldn't be here and he was like. <laughs> Anyway, I'll, I'll let you guys go watch the movie. Don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> We're but, not going to spoil a 30-year-old yeah, movie for you. But when they put rung up the total for the groceries, it was like $18. And Kylie and I looked at each other like, yeah, right. Like That would never happen today. <laughs> it's like five bags <laughs> yeah, like of it's, groceries. It's like he's a week's bread, worth of groceries. Milk, he's got lettuce. He's got... <laughs> I'm like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> laundry, now, now laundry detergent's 18 bucks. I know. Well, and the fact he bought like four uh, microwave dinners. And I know for a fact most of those are like five bucks a box right. these days. Like, there's no way. And so it's just Jeez. funny that like times have changed yeah. so that movie that was comical that was a joke that, that aged well <laughs> we are now those people where we're like that soda used to cost me a quarter dude. i'd become my grandparents <laughs> like i still remember when gas was under a dollar fifty yeah dude well, i remember when i lived in colorado when i first got my car it was like 98 cents God. 98 cents in 1998, 1997, God. somewhere in there. 98 cents. I remember when it got over a dollar, we thought the world was going to explode. It's We're like, over! <laughs> We're all going to die! It was like, what's happening? Yeah, over a oh dollar. I remember the first time I paid like a dollar and two cents, and I was just like, <laughs> that's when conspiracy rock started. <laughs> it's, it's at Something's that moment. <laughs> happening behind the scenes here. <laughs> and I still believe it today. Oh, man. The only one that can be trusted is God. <laughs> He's the only uh, one that will never hurt you. Amen. Will always love you unconditionally. He is our provider. Mm -hmm. He is our protector. He is the good shepherd. Yeah. And if we will just see him that way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and it's it's so good. And I feel like I've just gotten to, in the even in the last couple of weeks, I've just gotten to this place where I'm just like super chill because I know God's got it. Amen. I, I think it's okay to be aware of. The sure. natural sure. details and knowing like what all is going to go into yeah. a certain endeavor or maybe if you're up against a situation, like you yeah. want to see all sides of it and kind of understand like what is happening, <laughs> like, yeah. what, is it, what is actually happening to me or what I, what I actually have in front of me right now. But, but I think not worrying about the details in the sense of like, okay, I understand what's happening. Mm but I understand like what God can do about my situation yes. because of what I'm yes. up against. And now I know what to believe for, what yep. to believe against. And yep. I think that that's where the details can actually be an advantage because you know how to be specific mm. in your prayers. Yeah, well, true. You know how to be yeah. specific with your requests from God. You know how to specifically say like, God, I'm dealing with this situation. Situation. This situation right now, I'm going to ask for these specific yep. things. Yep. And so, uh, but knowing and coming knowing that God's going to give you an answer. It's like in the book of James, I think it's like one, four or something like that. It's in there. It's in there. Uh, but, you know, it's like if you lack wisdom, mm. come to God and he'll freely give it to you. Yeah. But I want to make sure I get it right because I think yeah. it's, it's so good. I feel like it's James one. Give it four. to him liberally who ask for it. Yes. And he is not withholding it. I love that one. It's, yeah. He's not withholding wisdom. Good, oh, not Hebrews. Not he, it's a good book too. James one. And it is... Oh, not four. It's five. <laughs> My bad. All this right. guy's ridiculous. <laughs> you don't not, know your Bible, not preacher. Not allowed to preach anymore. <laughs> All you right, James it. 1, 5. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our mm. generous God, and he will give it to you. He uh, will not rebuke you for asking. When you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Mm. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is an unsettled wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from wow. their Lord. Hmm. Their loyalty is divided between God mm. and the world, and they are un and they are un sorry, and they are unstable in everything that they do. Hmm. 
Wow. That's crazy. It's awesome how you read scripture and you know scripture, but then someone reads it again or you read it again, and you're just like, it just hits different. Yeah. Like, I mean, how many times have I heard that verse? Would you do me a favor? Would you just read that whole thing one more time? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay, for real? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. James 1, 5. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. Let's stop right here. Okay. Our generous God. Ask our generous God. Our generous God. He is a generous God. That's really good. He's not withholding anything. We're just going to go like sentence by sentence, and we're going to break it down. That's this, really this is, good. This is what we're doing today. <laughs> if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. Yeah, and I'll even extend it beyond wisdom. He's a generous God. What do you need? We know yeah. that his hand's not closed. That's his hand really is good. open. We know what the word tells us. If he, if he was willing to give us Jesus, what would he withhold mm. from you? He's, he, he gave his one and only begotten son. That right there proves how much he loves us That's and true. how much he wants to provide all good things for us. Pretty darn generous if you he ask is, me. <laughs> he is pretty darn generous. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, I have two children. I know you have two children. I'm I not would not give child. up any of them for you. I love you guys. I love Cody, but no, nah, scratch it, bro. You, you're, you See are, you in an eternity, my friend. <laughs> it's going to be a long one, but I'm keeping my child. I mean, but that's so true. You lived a good one, my friend. You lived a good one. I might possibly lay down my life for others, sure. but I'm not putting my son on the altar. Yeah. No, he, you're not worth it. God saw us, yeah. and he was like, it's worth it. That's good. Dude, Yeah, it's worth it. You are worth it. You are worth it. So if, if nobody ever tells you that, the creator of the universe has told you that. Dang. Maybe you didn't have parents that fed confidence into you and didn't tell you how awesome you were and how rad you are. I can't understand that because I tell my children all the time and I apologize mm. to you. I, I, I'm so sympathetic towards you and your position that you didn't have that natural parent that fed into you the way that they were supposed to. Yeah. But just because they didn't do their job, don't let it affect you. God believes in you. Amen. And if you, this is, and when we have confidence in that, that's, that's when we start stepping over into scriptures like, yeah. I can do all things now mm-hmm. because I know greater is he. Yep. And not only is he in me, but he believes in me. Amen. And, and so that's just so cool. He it, it, Generous God. Just so meditate generous. on that. He is such a generous God. Generous God. Mm. He will not, oh, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Mm. Meaning like he's not going to get upset for you just to talk to him about things. Yeah, like, it, the, the door is open with him. Yeah, I feel like uh, every once in a while my children low-key want to go ask Rachel because they feel like, if they ask dad, dad's going to be, you know, be like upset about it. And I never am. And I like, there's been a couple of times where like one of my sons, I won't, I won't call him out by name, but he's just like, he's kind of like beating around the bush and I'm just like, son, what do you want? And he's like, just scared to ask. And Aww. I'm like, I don't know why he's scared to ask. I'm not a mean dad. I'm a nice person guys. But God, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't want us to be afraid. Hmm. To come to him. I remember when I worked at Walmart, they had something called open door policy mm-hmm. where if you felt like anything was wrong or you needed you know, counseling or you needed to talk, they were like, management is open to you. Mm. God is always open to you. And he, he not only is he open, I, he desires for yeah. us to come mm-hmm. and chat with him and talk with him. Yeah, I believe so. And I know so. Yeah, I know so. Okay. And as we continue on, that's a good one. Uh, where did it go? Where did it go? Oh, there it is. When you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Mm. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave by the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Wow. Do not waver. Such people should not expect to receive anything from their Lord. Ooh-wee. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything that they do. So how do we know if we're wavering? I kind of feel like we get the answer in Matthew 7, mm. it talks about, 
you know, you can identify a tree by its fruit mm-hmm. and you can identify a person by their actions. Mm. And I feel like when we're wavering in faith, our actions show that we're wavering in faith. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I don't have a very good illustration for this, but it, it's, well, I guess I could, like if you're, if you're believing God for finances and you're already working three jobs and you're like, the only way this is going to work out is if I get a fourth job. Like, I applaud you for doing what you feel you yeah, have yeah. to do to meet that need. But if we really trust God, our actions are going to say, you know what? I've got these three jobs. I'm going to activate my faith, and I'm going to keep these three jobs. I, I've done what I can do in the natural. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep stretching myself because I am limited yeah. in my ability to do what I can. Yeah. But when we step over into faith and we believe God, then our actions will show it. Yeah. You know, and that may not be the best illustration because I'm a firm believer in doing all that I can sure. <laughs> to make stuff happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't really know another analogy. I just know it's kind of like this life of faith that we live in Him. Uh, how do we know we're Christians? Well, there's evidence of it in my life. Mm. And I feel like it's the same way when we're believing God. How do I know I'm believing God? Well, there's evidence of my life. I'm not worrying, mm. I have peace. Uh, you know, like the children of Israel, I know they didn't believe because how their words identified where they were, you know, they, they were talking so negatively and bringing yeah. an evil report a report that was against God. If we truly believe and and this is the challenge that we have in this world, there'll be evidence faith without works is dead. There's mm-hmm. going to be evidence of what you believe in your life. And yeah. so if you're constantly in turmoil and you're constantly worrying and you're constantly stressing that, I don't know that we've really handed that baton to God. Mm. That's really good. And when and and then that scripture says when, when we're not going to be able to receive. Right. Because now we think we've handed it to him, but we're more mental ascent than we are faith. Right. And we're still holding, we're still holding on to we're it. We're still holding on to it. And we're like, where are you, God? Where are you, God? And he's like, just let it go. Yeah. Just give it to me so I can meet this need and I can take care of this. Man. <laughs> it's like I, I'm like almost like picturing like physically holding on to something like god take it from me take it from me take it from me but yet like i just never let it go right you know what i mean and like because like i just i still like like i care about it so much yeah you know what i mean and i think that's a a lot of people it's like they care about these things that we're going through so much and it's just like i gotta know what happens or i gotta know how to how it's gonna end or i gotta know like what i'm supposed to do with it and god ah and you're just like it's just hard to let go but Mm. i think when we finally let go it's like then our hand is now open to receive mm. what it is that he's trying to give yeah, us yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or it's open for whatever it is that we need to get outside <laughs> of that situation. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think that that's what he's saying is like you can't receive is because you're just you're holding on to that's it. That's right. You know, or you're holding on to your own intuition versus his, uh, you know, and so you can't receive it because you're you're focused on your own thought or your own intellect. And even what that scripture is talking about, you're holding on to your own wisdom instead of his. Exactly. You're you're fighting to. Yeah. Like I heard Tim Ross say, it, God can't put anything in your hand if your hand is shut. Mm. It's exactly what you so just good. said. Yeah. You know, and so we got to open up our hand, mm-hmm. and when you open up your hand, now he can take stuff. Yeah. But he can also put stuff in. Mm. And I know for me, so how do we get to that place? I know for me, and I believe this is true of everyone, you know, we know we're supposed to read the word. And mm-hmm. th- so here we go. We read the word and we fellowship with God through yeah. prayer, through worship. We fellowship with God through the reading of the word. For me, the change that has happened in my life is I just became very aware as to what I was immersing myself with. Mm. Like uh, a month ago or a couple weeks ago, I don't remember when it was, I just stopped listening to my political podcast. I have a couple of them on podcasts that I really enjoy listening to. And I just stopped listening to it. And then I just started listening to the Bible. I'd go to the Bible app and turn on audio Bible in my... How is that? My AirPods. I love it. Is there, is the narrator or the dictator actually a dictator? <laughs> the, the diction person. 
<laughs> are they actually good or does it sound like Matthew 7 7 <laughs> well you can choose different narrators I love it man sometimes it's cheese sometimes it's great um, we had an author uh, who's also a minister come here minister Rick Renner mm-hmm. and like the way he tells stories from the pulpit so is good. that basically what you're listening to oh. the guy's very articulate I, I have a guy that I use and he's like uh, but now what you said you have a guy that you use I got a guy <laughs> like it's you know a guy I mean? that you know my, personally that's my connection I got a guy I use and but it's, what's funny though is like you know I was listening to the book of Matthew today and he gets into you know Matthew 7 and Matthew 8 Matthew 9 and when it's like the the woman with the issue of blood comes to be healed it switches to like a woman's voice was it really <laughs> and when like the satyrian comes to get you know okay, his daughter prayed for it it goes to like a deep Roman soul like my daughter is <laughs> I'm a man under like, <laughs> authority I understand how this works that's exactly what <laughs> it was and he's like just say the word i have slaves and they go when i say go and they come when i say come and then it goes back to the regular narrator voice and i'm like this is actually good because it mixes it up you know what i mean i'll have to try that out sometime and then and then what's so funny is like i went from matthew 7 to matthew 8 and then all of a sudden once we got to matthew 8 music kicked in and i was like why wasn't this happening in matthew 7? what's the change what is here? it <laughs> it's just nice background music but it only lasted for a couple verses and then you know the and it talked about the sacrifices of following jesus and he told his disciples to go on the other side and then the storm was when there it, context for the music though like, no that's what was great about it but when the storm showed up the storm showed up i heard waves and wind this is a fun little journey Dang. but anyways groschelle you're doing work over there at yeah. <laughs> you think he really has any involvement with that at probably all probably not he anymore just completely outsourced it probably, yeah i imagine he has a whole team that does the bible app now and he's just there to be there if they need him. Yeah. I feel like a bad person because I get so annoyed because it's like, do you love the, it'll, it always pops up that, do you love the Bible app? And I'm so annoyed. I'm like, no. I'm like, no. Because I just don't want to leave Stop the app. Stop asking me. And so, you anyway. have enough reviews, you're fine. Like You're doing okay. great. And so You're literally the Bible app. We right? all know about you. We all know about you. But I've just immersed myself in mm. that. And as I've immersed myself in that, it's kind of like just the stuff that I was worrying about even a month ago, it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Through through fellowshipping with him, through listening to the word and just praying as I'm walking around throughout the day, just kind of worshiping God, I've opened up my hands. And it's like he was able to take those burdens from me mm-hmm. and then he was able to just replace it with like his peace, his love. And it's like now things that I was stressing about, like I'm not stressed about them anymore. And it's not like me super flexing on anybody that's stressing right now. I mean, God did it, but I had yeah. to yield myself to him. And I had to start like, okay, well, what am I immersing my... I didn't even realize that that stuff was causing me to stress out. And it's not that being informed was stressing me out. It was just, it was taking my attention off of him mm. and putting it more on the natural things. You know what I mean? And uh, and so it's just, I that's where we get into this place of God's wisdom and as you step into God's wisdom, you are able to like truly trust in his wisdom mm. and trust in his ways and trust in his leadings and trust in his guidance. And uh, it just, it's, there's so much freedom there. Mm. It's wonderful. And then that's where, spiritually speaking, you start to see things that look naturally impossible as possible. Mm. Well, I think it's like what you're saying with the, you've immersed yourself Um you know, I think that's uh, essentially like that's what it talks about. Like when when it comes to like renewing the mind and just staying full of the word yeah. and staying full of God, because that way, um, you know, when you have these things that come up against you, you're already full of like the answer. Mm. You're already full of God and like His provision and what He's already done for you, what He said it's over true. you. So it's yep. just like true. your instinct is how's God going to respond to this, not yep. how's Cody going to yes, respond to this. That's really good. You know, yeah. and and I think that, that again, it comes from a mm. place of 
your relationship with God, yep. staying full with Him and getting with Him mm. and knowing who He is and what yeah. He's capable of. Yeah. And so, like what you said, so now when these things come up against you, it's like you're you're not really thinking anything of it because it's like I've already been spending time yeah. with the Creator of the universe. Yeah. I've already been spending time with the One that <laughs> gave me the yeah. generous God that gave me yeah. His Son. Yeah. What what else is He gonna you know, what else can't he do? He's going right. to, he's going to knock this one out of the park just yeah. like he did the last one. Like, yeah. Yeah. so you're already ready because you've already been spending time right. with his, his, his record book. Yeah, <laughs> you know honestly, I mean? You've yeah. been spending time with everything he's and already he's got done. A good track record. Exactly. Yeah. No, I it, it, it just remember what, you know, the apostle Paul told Timothy in the middle of all that political upheaval and all of that church controversy and, and all of that stuff. And he said, you haven't been given a spirit of fear, mm. but of power, love, and a sound mind. And we know sound mind right there. He's talking about a disciplined mind. Mm-hmm. You must discipline. And it's so interesting because when we when we lend ourselves to an undisciplined mind, we lend ourselves to a spirit of fear. Mm. But if we will discipline our mind, and the way we discipline our mind is with the Word of God. That's really good. Right? It brings us into right thinking. It brings us into disciplined thinking. It brings us... Because when you're suffering, like maybe you, you, know, maybe you get the flu... Or you get COVID or you, you, you know, and, and immediately your mind starts to think, oh my gosh, you know, we're not belittling this, but millions of people have died from this yeah, yeah. Am I next. And your mind becomes undisciplined. It begins to wander. Mm. Now, all of a sudden that spirit of fear is right behind it. But when you get into the word and you see by his stripes, I am healed. You get into the word and you're listening to Matthew seven and it's talking about how Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were sick in Matthew eight and nine. And, and all of a sudden that disciplines your mind and you're like, okay, even though I have these natural system symptoms in my body, mm. I'm, I don't have to lend to that spirit of fear because my mind is thinking on and being renewed with what Jesus has done for yeah. me. And and that's my focus, and that's my meditation, and it disciplines my mind. It keeps it from wandering. It focuses it on the promises that are yes and amen, Dang. and that allows me to open up my hands to receive, and it keeps that spirit of fear at bay, and it keeps it out of my life. So many of us, we get over into fear so quickly just because we haven't disciplined our mm. mind. And it's like, yes, God has given you a sound mind. He's given you, but you've got to be the one that disciplines that That's mind so good. and keep it from wandering and keep it from thinking. Why do we always go worst case scenario? I don't know. It's like <laughs> always death con five. I like that. That is so true. And I, I will mm. tell my wife right now, maybe I said this before, but it's like, if I miss a call from her, her immediate thought is that I died mm. <laughs> or something yeah. wrong happened. No. Yeah. Like if I miss a call from her, she's that she immediately thinks the worst. And so it's take a lot, maybe not anymore these days. Cause right. she just knows that I suck at answering my phone. <laughs> and she's also busy. She has two children. Right. So I, she's she like, kinda, I don't have time to worry about yeah, my husband. <laughs> she kind of gets it. But like at the beginning stages, she, she realized like, oh, okay, it's not the worst case scenario. Yeah. Like he just, he's got something going on or like he right. did something or he's going to call me back or he'll text me back. And so it's like, I don't know why <laughs> we immediately think like the worst of the worst is going to happen. Our mind does that. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a tricky little guy, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it's so, and it's so instant too. It's so quick. And, and that's why. You know, I think there's so many different places in the Word of God where he's like, renew your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the Word of God's called the water. The, wash your mind. Mm-hmm. Cleanse that dirty yeah. thing. You know, we yeah. say all the time, get your mind out of the gutter. Like, mm-hmm. well, how do we do that? With the Word of God. It yeah. pulls our mind out of the gutter. It, it pulls us from negative thinking over into positive thinking. It pulls us out of, pulls us out of our natural and into the supernatural. Uh, it gets us more spiritually aligned with God. And uh, our thoughts can now become his thoughts. Mm which means now our ways can become his ways. So good. And so it's just a process, but we have to be the ones that work that process. Mm-hmm. There's been so many things in my life, 
and I know you have testimonies too. And, and it's just like you get some information, and then all of a sudden your mind is like, it's over. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> There's no way back from this. Yeah. I, I wonder what God thinks when we do that. He's like, come on, man. He's like, we've done this before. <laughs> we've done, we did this last week. We were just here. <laughs> we just did this, my friend. <laughs> Let me just openly apologize to God right now. I'm sorry that we do this, but it's true. It's, it's, we, we just need to, and it's about maintaining, yeah. I think. It's about maintaining our mind, maintaining our spiritual walk so we can live as overcomers. Mm. So we can walk in the good things yeah. that he has for us. Yeah. And the only one that keeps us from the good things that God has for us is ourselves. Mm. We're the all, it, we are our own worst enemy at yeah. times. The world can't keep you from it. The devil and all of his vices can't keep you from it. Your family and your friends can't. Only you can keep yourself from the good things that God has for you. Mm. And so just take some time and meditate on his generosity. Yeah. Take some time and meditate that he is a good, good father. Yes. I hate that song. But <laughs> I love that song. It's been a long time. We need to bring it back. <laughs> no. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. Who you are. Who you are. <laughs> anyway, I, don't, I really don't hate that song. But uh, it's he definitely hates totes it. not my fave. But anyway, <laughs> just meditate. And, and let, let that, we do a challenge each week. And a I don't challenge. know if you're done. But um, yeah. here's the challenge. Just meditate on the generosity of your loving God. Mm. Meditate on the goodness of your heavenly father. Yeah. Meditate on the fact that he looked at you and said, that's my child who's worth it. Mm. Meditate. Because when you look at it that way, you're like, well, if he thought I was worth it, he's not going to abandon me now. Yeah. And that is also supported by scripture. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. So just meditate on who he is. Mm. <laughs> who you are. <laughs> just keep going back to it. <laughs> But I feel like we spend so much time throughout the day meditating on other things. Mm. You and I have been really on this lately. He is God. Yeah. He is the creator of everything we see. He is, you know, the ruler over all principalities and powers. And Jesus has the name that is above every other name. I mean, just think about who he is all yeah. day long. And it'll change you. Yeah, I like what you said of like, just meditate on that he's like, how generous he is. But I, I like him that scripture said, generous God. Like it, yes. like it put it together. That's right. And so like as a believer, um, you know, we're all about words and mm. what we say and what we believe. And so just start saying that. Like I serve a generous God. Yes. You know, my God's a generous Ooh, God. I like that. You know, my God's mm. a good God. You know, we say that a lot, but it's just like, I think if we really start to take ownership for yeah. it for ourselves, like that's when it becomes more real, make it personal mm. to you. Um, you know, I think that's part of the childlike faith mm. of just like, Really understanding yeah. of like the God is God, yeah. but it's like that God is God is my God, and that mm. God is my Father, and it's Come like on. He wants a personal, real relationship with you, and yeah. so just start to see yourself mm. as His child, and start to understand of like, okay, if He is the generous God that gave me Jesus, mm. what more else would He be willing to do? That's right. <laughs> like He's gonna do everything, everything. He can, mm. um, you know, to help make us be successful in this walk with him and because it's it's ultimately going to reflect on who god is and so why would he let you fail his name is on the line exactly it's like god character is on the line his words on the line Mm, his word is on the line (laughs) yeah and he's gonna back it up it's just like and even that's just relation not relation revelation to me right now it's just like if if i fail like god god's not gonna let that happen that's right 
It's on, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not going to allow myself uh, to even put God in that position. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that, you know what I mean? Like, that, that sounds so, like, silly, but it's just like, I, I have to understand, like, that's the way I got to see it. You know mm. what I mean? And I feel like that's the way you got to see it, too, is you got to understand that, like, God's not going to let you fail because ultimately he's the one that's going to get glorified by your life. That's he right. will be glorified that's by right. your life. And that's the point of all this. Exactly. And, and love will be shown through your life. Light will be shown through your life. Uh, you know, People will be led to Jesus yep. through your life. Yep. And that's why it's important that you are successful in your life. And that's mm. why God wants you to be su- successful in your mm. life. So that way other people can mm. come to know him Amen. and his goodness. Amen. Make sure you a light. Yeah. Generous God. Reflect Amen. on your generous God and who he is for you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Get out there, have a good life, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, sounds great. (gasps) Bye.